and after a yeah hi everyone oh wow taron what was that all about f1 baby uh, so, hello again, everyone. Welcome back after a few months out. I just heard fireworks. It's just celebrating our awesome start to the podcast. I also heard the same fireworks. It's um Hindu New Year's, right? I don't know. Is it Diwali or uh, Diwali? It, it was Diwali. It was Diwali on Diwali Diwali on uh, Saturday, uh, and I believe that makes today. Uh, Hindu New Year. I think the fireworks are more in celebration of us coming back. Yes, absolutely. Been too long. Yeah, we're back. We're back, baby. And we're ready for it all over again. Uh, not again. It's good to be good. No, that it, it's it's a meme tone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's Jeremy Corbyn on the staircase when there's election after an election. I think wasn't it? Oh, uh, him. Yeah, something yeah, like him. that. He's just on a staircase and he goes like. We're back and we're ready for it all over again. But yeah, speaking of all over again, Lewis Hamilton winning another world title to equal Michael Schumacher's record of seven world titles. Oh, yeah. I'm happy. I'm very happy. Josh, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, uh, deservedly so. Um, it's, it's hard to take away take it away from him. He's, you know, he's been the best like, once again. So... Uh, best car, best man. It's, it's 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 hard to compete with that. I think it's just been it's been quite an interesting year, just with the COVID stuff, but also for him, it, for the, the, the whole team really. It's been oh, it's been good. The whole weekend has been pretty crazy. So let's talk about qualifying and what happened in qualifying. Yeah, I didn't really watch it, qualifying. I only heard the drama, and oh, well, I I saw the results and I was like, that can't be true. But was was the whole thing about qualifying because they just laid new track, a new tarmac on the track, which meant that there was more oil because obviously when there's new uh, tarmac, the oil seeps through, doesn't seeps up, doesn't it? Yeah. So uh, even from like Thursday, people were complaining that the track was icy, uh, quote unquote icy, um, because of yeah fresh track. So when it rains, uh, the natural oils come out of the track and gets it's very slicky. Uh, you find it on every on day to day roads as well, you know. Uh, when it first starts to rain, you, you usually it's usually quite slick on the roads because it's the oils from all the you know s- summer days comes out. Um, and oh, um, the old safety car driver hanging it around the track on Thursday was a sight to behold to begin with. Um, then yeah, lots of complaining on Friday, and then Saturday was just. Uh, you know, you, you you kind of still expect it to just kind of play out how it always plays out, or generally plays out, and then for that result to come out was uh, a, a shock, really. It was shocking to see uh, Perez's last lap spin or something. Yeah, that spin. It was like if he caught that, he he would have got pole. Yeah, he ruined a few people's laps as well. So you don't know whether that would have uh, changed things or not as well. Yeah, what was interesting was that so a few drivers didn't slow down enough under the yellow flags in qualifying, and Norris got a penalty for that. But Stroll didn't, and Stroll didn't slow down as well, even though he was investigated afterwards. So that's a bit 
Interesting. Yeah, Magnuson was pretty upset about that. I think you're talking about the Q1 incident, right? Yeah, but Norris still got penalized. Yeah, yeah. Because so what they did was that they knew that this was they, they knew that this happened towards the end of a qualifying session, but they decided they're going to investigate it after all the qualifyings had finished anyway. So even if you could get a penalty and someone else who 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 didn't get the penalty should have been in Q2, for example, such as Magnussen, maybe. Um, they 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 get knocked out even though they would have gone through if the penalty was applied immediately instead of after mm. after the yeah. fact. Yeah, it's not not great. But yeah, and then you come to Sunday and all my days, I just woke up early. Well, I woke up early to just hear about the um the incident with George Russell Russell and um what's his name? Can't pronounce his name. The other one who's an Alpha uh, Alpha Romeo. Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. Uh, Giovinazzi. And um, was it they both crashed on their way to the pit the, to the box? And all my days, it's just like it, I'm, I feel really bad for Russell because of his crash, like um, last race when he was in the points. So he must feel so, he must have felt so bad. But that was quite funny to see. At least it was before the race started this time. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but they both made it, which is good. It was incredible to see how everyone was trying to do things differently just to keep their car on track. Like, even though everyone started on the... Did they start on the full wets or did they start on the intermediate? Uh, I think uh, Latifi started on the inters. Yeah, everyone started on full yeah. wets, isn't it? Yeah. It was just interesting to see how everyone started on... Well, everyone started on pretty much the same tyre, but everyone was driving really differently. Like, Lewis gained a few spots as the race started, but then... Sp- kind of went off track and lost traction, didn't he? And I think the third or fourth corner. So I lost basically those places. Then Bottas got... Did Bottas get hit, I think? That was quite uh, sad. No, Bottas didn't get hit. Uh, but Bottas basically had to lock up to uh, avoid uh, Ocon in front of him on the first corner. Oh, um, yeah. Because that was Ocon and Ricardo hit each Yeah, because Lewis was on the left, uh, then Ricardo in the middle, then Ocon was going... Right. So there's nowhere Ricardo could go. Um, so they they touched. Ocon span out. Hmm. Otas basically had to spin out to avoid hitting Ocon. Um, and that, I mean, that just summed up Bottas's day from then on, really. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> that just ruined it. I think it was like near the near the end of the race. Um, uh, the engineer was saying, oh, yeah, you've only got four laps left. And Bottas was like, I wish it was yeah. less. And like, he, that was hilarious. It's like, it's, well, it's hilarious inside because that's just, yeah, yeah. He's always end, ha, ends up in those sticky, sticky situations. After the race, he was also like, uh, I think there was an interview which went, was doing the rounds where they were asking if this was a day that he would like to erase from history. And he jokingly said that this one, or perhaps today that someone ate a bat in Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's good that he still has humour at least. Yeah. I do love him. He's like, uh, yeah, he's fun. But th- what really was interest was confusing is how... Stroll managed to keep the pace for the majority of the race, but when he went to pit and came out, the tires just did not work, and that's what they were called. They were talking about degradation, isn't it? Of how when you have new tires, it you have to go through the first few layers of the of the um the compound to then get into like the warmth, isn't it? Is that what they were talking about? Well, I mean, you complained that the tyres weren't working, but I would argue against that. I mean, Perez came second. 
So they were clearly working for him on a Force India, uh, or sorry, a racing point. So I would, I think personally that uh, he had a couple of uh, slight issues with them to begin with. I mean, slight issues in this was you know, fairly major issues, really. But it got in his head, and then he bot- he basically like lost his confidence, uh, and that's how he ended up where he was by the end of the race. I, I would disagree with that as well. I think maybe that was potentially a factor, but I think the bigger factor was that there was a tweet that went out today by Racing Point, which said that they actually found damage on Stroll's car, like under his wing, um, which occurred in like lap 15 or 17 or something. And that's where he started slowing down from. But where did the damage come from? I don't know. But apparently that damage was there, which is why he was off the pace for most of the race. I don't know. Hmm. At least that's what they're claiming on Twitter. I'm inclined to believe them, but... I don't. I don't believe anything Racing Point says. They, uh, they've really. I've lost. They've lost respect for me because like what they've done with Perez and you're just keeping. Yeah, it's sad though. With just general seeing both of them on like one and two doing really well, having a huge lead. They had a really good lead as well. They both of them had like had good pace. He was doing fastest laps and everything, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I I don't believe that tweet to be honest. Um... Personally, you know, uh, we saw last week, I can't remember who it was, got damage on the car and it was called out by himself and the uh, technical, his technical team, um, like straight after the damage happened. Um, and for this to, for them to have believed there was damage at like 15 and to hear nothing about it until after the race had finished seems surprising to me. Um and you know, Stroll didn't suddenly go, "Oh, the car's not working" or anything like that. So I, I, I think he was he was absolutely fine until he lost his head when he changed to uh, change tires. Personally, um, and I think you know that that's the difference. And he is young, um, so that will come to him to an extent. But I think that's what the difference is between a good driver, which all Formula One drivers are, and great drivers. Um, like your, you know, your Lewis Hamiltons. Um, that's that difference there, I think. Experience, you'd say. Yeah. Lewis always has issues to him, personal issues, um, tides going, um, brakes not working, and yet he can, he still pulls it out of the bag, right? That was it. Like, like you're saying that, like, I kind of agree with that. And I think, like, um, when Lewis said something, I was watching an interview yesterday. I think it was an Australian interview. And um, he's someone mentioned about oh what was happening with your brakes, and he said something along the lines like, after he had that issue with the brakes, he changed the way he drove to make sure that the brakes would work. Yeah. And I think that's like that's what drive like some of the drivers are doing like the the, the experienced ones, who they just like he said he changed his line, he changed his racing line over the whole race, yeah. just to keep because like he knew that the the standard racing line wouldn't work. Yep. And I think Ricardo did that as well. Like Ricardo would purposely go into wet patches to cool the tires down. It's it's a tale as old as time, right? Like the best drivers always adapt. Like you have like, um, for example, even at Ferrari this season, Charles Leclerc, who's just doing a, such a fantastic job with that Ferrari, and Vettel in the same car is just not able to adapt to it as well. Yeah, and and almost had second, right? Leclerc, and then and then Vettel got third. So it's really hard because like with Vettel, I think he's used to getting a car that's built around him with Red Bull and like everything that he wants, basically what Lewis has now, like a car built to his specs and Vettel's just not able to 
to fit in, fit and adapt into a card that is not perfect for him. Yeah, but then a week like weekend like we've just had shows mm. the talent that he does have and the experience that he does have. You know, to put mm. that car from where he was on the grid to start in to yeah. come third is is exceptional, um, and actually also at the same time kind of shows how. Uh, certainly right now, I don't think Max Verstappen is top tier, right? So top, Max Verstappen should have been, should potentially have won the race, right? But he makes almost rookie mistakes occasionally. Um, yep. Like, um, I can't remember what turn it is, but it's usually flat out in the dry mm. because it was raining. It was an actual turn. And then, yeah, he like goes so close to the car in front of him that he spins out because he has no downforce. It's... Yeah. Yeah, it's the sort of thing I do on <laughs> Formula One video game, right? So <laughs> getting frustrated behind the car in front and then you kind of yeah. just go for it a bit too hard instead of having that patience that you can get them yeah. later on. Yeah, exactly. The thing which I don't understand with Rebel in general is Max is making these rookie mistakes, you can say. And Albon is also making these rookie mistakes. But Max doesn't get the same flack that Albon does. Am I, am I right to say that and think that? Or Max not? gets the points, album does not. Max is still yeah. competing for the podiums on most oh, weekends. Yeah. Like this True. weekend is such an outlier still. Yeah, I think the difference is that in Max's first year, he was making arguably worse mistakes than album was. And yet he got a lot more rope from Red Bull. He got yeah. less rope from the fans or he got the same, same amount of rope from the fans. But, mm. uh, you know, the, the rebel team seemed to have allowed him to grow into that position, whereas they're not. They haven't given Gasly or Albon the same respect, and and you know that's that's an issue that they've got, and they clearly got that issue because you know Ricardo left, Science left, um, you know Gasly got demoted, Kvyat got de- demoted, um, Albon probably not got long in that seat. I completely forgot about science. Yeah, I didn't even I forgot about that. Yeah, and now science is off to Ferrari, right? So, which, unlucky, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think Ferrari will be good next year, personally. I think they have something up their sleeve and they're just leaving their car as standard this year. Well, they have to as well next year, don't they? Yeah, I don't think, they won't have anything next year, but when the, when the rules change, they might have a chance. Mm. Um, the problem is they're making good road cars at the moment. So they're going to make a bad race car. That's how it works. It's the uh, tale as old as time. But Mercedes are doing good road, uh, road cars, aren't they? Yeah, but uh, the Ferrari, there's a, there's a I don't know, like a mantra or something. Uh, whenever Ferrari are doing well, their road cars are bad. And when Ferrari are doing bad, their road cars are good. And the Ferrari road cars right now are, are pretty good. So, you know, it's, that's the problem with being Italian, right? If they were German, they'd just be good at both. Yeah, efficient. Yeah. I st- saying that I remember I didn't know what BMW standard for, and I thought it was a, I thought BMW was British. Bonnie M wheels. No, British motoring something. I don't know why I said that. Do you remember the old one, the classic one as a kid? No, um, please tell us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, now it brings back memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in reverse. Oh. Um, yeah. WPM. Hit you from both sides. What, like the Ferraris to, uh, was it Ferraris to Verstappen in Singapore 2017? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of Ferrari, I'm, I'm just really happy that Vettel got the podium. I feel like on, on such a weekend for, for Lewis, getting, getting, equaling Michael's record, it's, it's just appropriate that you have one of his main rivals of the last few years 
Vettel up there with him. Yeah, for sure. And again, you know, he just got on with the job, right? He just, no nonsense, just did it, got it up there. Um, I really respect Vettel though, but like what he, I think he went to Hamilton soon after and said like, mate, um, I love uh, witnessing history happen or whatever he said. He's a good guy, isn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. he loves it. Um, got a lot of respect for him uh, personally. Um, obviously he's lost a lot of favour on the track recently with a lot of people, but um, as a as an individual, he's he is top class, really. I do feel sorry for him. I do really feel sorry for him. Kind of screwed over, isn't he, with Ferrari? Yeah, he has a bit. Um, and, and now he's off to Aston Martin, which is uh, <laughs> going to be... I, I just don't see them getting good enough, quick enough what's your, for him. What's your prediction for Aston Martin? Uh, well, next season they're going to be same as this year, right? Mm. Um, and then do, do they have enough money to compete? Probably not. Maybe they might be the team behind Red Bull, but like mm. uh, so, or the team below, like the fourth team. They'll be the fourth team. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Okay. Um, I still don't think they'll be able to compete at a level that Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull should be mm. competing at. Um, I think it will it will take them a couple of years. You really reckon that? I do. Yeah. Um, you know, from where they are, uh, usually a plan to get to become a top team takes a couple of years anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think with the new formula, I don't think they're top straight away. I think it takes them at least a year to get there. Yeah, that's fair enough, to be honest. I just, I'm, I'm being hopeful, really. I'm be, hope, being really hopeful that just next year, because they have more, they're being sponsored by more um Companies aren't they? So hopefully, the the additional funding will help them and see and see them grow. Just just on basically Vettel's part. But oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good year next year. Well, the budget cap comes in in twenty twenty one anyway, right? Yeah, boy. Even if the new regs aren't until twenty twenty two, the budget cap comes in twenty one, I believe. Yeah, some not all of it. I don't. I don't think it's all of it, is it? Probably not all of it, considering a lot of it depends on how they're designing for new regs, anyway, right? Yeah, the budget cap's a convoluted mess, as everything else is in Formula One. <laughs> it was a, it was a good it was a good race. I, I really just couldn't believe how Hamilton managed to smash it out of the park to 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 start sixth and then just it was totally unexpected that he would win the race. I think Martin Brundle was saying like, if as soon as the Bottas ban, he was saying, how are they going to do the interviews? Because obviously Lewis would have won the championship and no one was like, oh, he's not going to be on the podium. So they were organizing things of how to fit, how to get him interviewed and stuff. But they, he just, he just won the flipping race. Just insane. It was just an absolute masterclass of like wet, wet. Like we all knew he was good in the wet, but not that good. It's just like every single time someone's like, "Oh, Lewis, he's just he's just in the best car," which it, I guess it is true. But this weekend, it was not the best car, and he still won it. I don't think it was like an exceptional race that you put on. Personally, um, it was uh, maybe the probably the second most consistent behind Vettel, obviously because yeah. Hamilton had a couple of issues at the beginning um but and, and maybe Perez as well Perez's race was actually exceptional 
for, but it depends on where you're putting them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Perez to come second and to hold second for the whole race is exceptional because of his Perez in a racing point. Yep. Uh, for Lewis Hamilton to come first when he's sort of expected to come first anyway, um, it was he he put on a very good race. I just don't, uh, yeah, he kind of, I kind of was like, well, the racing points are going to go back. Like before the race, it's like, well, the racing points are going to go backwards. Verstappen's probably going to win. Hamilton probably has a chance. Um, and then Verstappen just cocks it up. But, but yeah, yeah, Hamilton just put in, as always, a very consistently good race. Um, Yeah. And at the end, like he just called and said he doesn't want to pit because I think he, I was watching the Sky Ted notebook or whatever, and he said to um, Karun, um, like, he just had flashbacks to, to China. China 2007, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I know the pit, the, the pit lane's going to be wet, and I'm not good in a wet pit lane, so he's just going to risk it. He already lost but, one um, world, uh, <laughs> world title to a pit lane fiasco. Yeah. Not going to so, do it again. Um, and then I think there was also an interview with Bono and Karun was asking, like, how do you do Karun and Simon from Sky? And they were asking, like, like how do you work with, like, obviously the engineers and the whole team have research and stats and they want him to pit and they just trust Lewis. And I think Bono was saying, well, we, we know from the tone of his voice of what's the right decision, which is cool. I think he's earned that trust as well with his performances where he where we can kind of see over like his whole career that he's at least especially the last couple of seasons you he, he's really tuned in on that ability to like just feel the car really well. Yeah, and I think Bono said that whenever he is calm on the radio, they know that he's in control of the car. And he was really calm like in the in what he was communicating whatever they were doing. But, it must have been a handful. I just saw something on the um, F1 uh, subreddit, and it's crazy. Um, I, I was I was wondering if you if anyone's watched it, that all the drivers had like red hands. Did you recognize that? Yeah, I saw I saw it in. Uh, I was watching Lewis's uh, press interview today, yeah. and I noticed that like his hands did have like a bit of bit of red stuff. And afterwards, I saw that. I saw a red, I think it was probably the same thread on Reddit yeah. where they showed Vettel having that on his hands as well. Yeah. So apparently um, someone, an engineer or someone has posted and said that generally this happens, that because they're doing so much corrections in the wet, that the, the, the hands cut their, the, the, the steering wheel cuts their hands, so which they're not used to. So that is literally bruises in their hands because of just two hours of driving. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Which is crazy. I thought it was just some paint. I thought it was just paint that, like, they got blasted with paint or whatever. But Paint? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Massive paint party after the race. <laughs> Those bazooka things. Are they bazookas? No. The, the things with the... Paint party? No, the thing that go everywhere. Confetti? Yes, confetti. Why would there be confetti in a car? No, they, no in the team photo, they did confetti. Oh, you think you think it was just one of those when you saw his hands? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Because like sometimes they have powder coming out of the confetti cannon. That confetti cannon, that's the name. That's the name. Not a bazooka. Bazooka is what you do in COD. <laughs> Isn't yeah, a bazooka more sure. of a Medal of Honor term? Um, 
Or was it something else? I don't know. Bazooka is like an old school RPG for tank busting, right? From yeah. World War Two, predominantly. I think so. I've just seen the word bazooka today. <laughs> Probably because I'm playing COD, but yeah. It basically just describes any RPG these days. It's a slang term. It's like a hoover. A hoover? Like Oh, right. Yeah. Like a hoover is like, now it's just any vacuum cleaner. Yes. Oh, yeah. like Henry. Henry the hoover. No, just, just hoover, not Henry. No one cares about Henry uh, anymore. Why? Hoover is a brand that makes vacuum cleaners. But now everyone calls a vacuum cleaner a hoover. Yeah. Wait, so Hoover's not called Hoover? So, a Hoover, what we call a Hoover is a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. So, a Hoover's not the original word? No. But I thought you Hoover stuff. <laughs> yeah, but but Hoover. That's because yeah. <laughs> a company called Hoover made vacuum cleaners and were so predominant. Oh. It's like if we didn't have vacuum cleaners. Vacuum cleaners today would probably be called Dysons. But then why is that stupid though? Because like the Hoover brand doesn't exist anymore. So then they should rename it to Henry. Well, uh, no, Hoover does exist. Hoover is a brand that exists, still exists. Oh. Uh, a Henry Hoover is just called a Henry Hoover because it's a Henry vacuum cleaner. But we call vacuum cleaners Hoovers. Therefore, it's a Henry Hoover. So if I type, type in Hoover. <laughs> That's not going to be very helpful for you if you put it into Google now. So I'm just typing Hoover Hoover. A Hoover Hoover, yeah. Hoover Hoover. Oh, goodness. Hoover Hoover. No, Hoover Breeze. The car oh. Mr. Hoover Hoover. Oh, there is a Hoover Hoover. We're not... Uh, we should get a sponsorship by Hoover Hoover. <laughs> Hoover Hoover, Tesla. What's next? I need to Hoover my room. Oh, they actually have a Hoover Hoover brand. They also do tumble dryers. And washing machines and fridges and... Oh, yeah. Tumble, tumble dryers is another one. There's a brand called Tumble, which is why they're called Tumble Dryers now. I thought they're Tumble. Yeah, it's like Hoover. Where do you think the word Tumble comes from? So, so there was a, 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 a brand called Washing Machine. <laughs> why would there be a brand called Washing Machine? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Tumble Dryer is an exception, right? You don't call, you don't call everything a Dyson right like that's where a hoover comes in likewise you have tumble dryers because mr tumble decided to make a a dryer mr mr tumble <laughs> what about fridge and freezer then what freezer oh, so like mr fridge and <laughs> no he his name was uh his name was uh mr re refrigerator and then mrs freezer or the daughter was mrs freezer miss freezer no, uh, I believe her name was uh, R uh, Eza. Okay, how the hell have we come from Lewis Hamilton winning to now Hoovers and Fridges? It's the power of conversation right there. Yeah. Mm. So you can go and buy your own Hoover, uh, Hoover, Hoover. Wait, so Hoover, Hoover is a real thing? Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, it's Hoover, but if you type in Hoover, Hoover on Amazon, it comes up with Hoover. That is pretty interesting, not going to lie. What's interesting is that there's no other Hoovers on that page. I mean, so if you go if you go on the uh, Curry's PC World website, uh, they call it a vacuum cleaner, not a Hoover. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying on Amazon it says Hoover Breeze Evo TH31B001 bagless upright vacuum cleaner. But then I typed in Hoover Hoover and it comes up with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tyrant's gaming the system right here. It's just- <laughs> Tap in season it. 
mad plays. Speaking of uh, gaming the system, we got some new systems to game. Oh! How's that for yes, a segue? <laughs> oh. So yeah, Taran and I both bought the new Xbox Series X consoles, and uh, yep. we bought Watch Dogs and uh, Call, of Duty, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War <laughs> to play. Yep. Um, so yeah, Taran, what do you think of uh, Black Ops, Cold War? Well, first off, like getting the Xbox was a pain because pre-orders for both consoles, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, was just really bad, I think. When we got it, we were lucky that we got it. Well, we both got it from Microsoft, I think. Yep. But I remember I tried pre-ordering it on Game, uh, Smiths, and all these other stores and nothing. I think even Josh tried, didn't you, Josh? I sure did. And it just didn't, not probably, didn't work. I think yeah. Game's website went, this was a month and a half ago or two months, or when the pre-orders initially came out. A couple yeah. of months ago, and wasn't then, it? Yeah. So, it, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, both, me and Paul managed to get it. But then they did another release of consoles on launch day. Or was it on launch day? Yeah, on launch day. And I think you tried, You also tried again, didn't you, Josh? Yeah, uh, and I could not find... I was on before... So they, uh, they were meant to come out at 8 o'clock UK time. Hmm. Uh, I was on there before then, refreshing every page. Hmm. Um, you know, incognito mode, the whole nine yards... Nothing, nudder, zilch. Could not find anything. So I don't know. And then later on, uh, they seem to appear. Uh, Tom actually got them on on or got an Xbox uh, on John Lewis. Um, oh, he, got it into he actually his, got one. No, so he got it into his car, into his uh, basket. Uh, went to check out, and then it went. Nah, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sold out. Why allow me to add it to my basket then? Yeah. yeah, madness. I had a similar thing with curries when I tried pre-ordering PlayStation. Curries, I hate curries. I don't know what they're doing. So it, so I managed to put it into the basket, and then it said the total was two thousand uh, pounds. I don't know. I don't really understand what why they want two thousand pounds deposit, unless you get a code that you can then redeem, to then reduce that, which is a bit stupid. Like, why can't they just have a queuing system or? only have the amount of consoles they have in stock or can dip, dispatch and only sell those it's just yeah so curry seems to be a complete mess um some people's orders have been cancelled like the week before release oh wow seriously um for no reason um wow. yeah some of them like just sold their consoles to someone else um <sighs> like if, if they bought it in store or something you know click and collect it seems like a complete mess to be honest I but think that's curry's for you it's hard because it's not Microsoft's issue, is it? It's the retailers because Microsoft are the ones. Like Microsoft never had any issues from when we bought it. They did have and issues. Did they? Yeah. yeah. I, so I had one in the basket on on the pre order day, um, and yeah. then the website wouldn't go to checkout for me. Yep. Um, which is why I never managed to pick one up. It's yeah. just stupid. I had to try like thirty times to get the actual purchase done. I was just persistent. Like I think I tried for like an hour solid to get a purchase in and it just worked right at the end. So nice. Yeah. I think I was lucky. I did so I I just VPN'd and uh, as America and did it from there and it worked. <laughs> Thanks for sharing your secrets with everyone else. Well, there's not gonna be another console for another like ten years, is there? No, I mean like you could have told us this when you ordered it, but no worries. I did. Oh, did you? 
Yeah. Josh, can you confirm this? I don't remember hearing this. Neither do I. It's the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah. No, I did. But yeah, but yeah, the pain with that. And I have a friend who, well, my old colleague from my old job, he woke up at four in the morning to pre-order his PlayStation and he had a three minute window to buy his PlayStation. And within three minutes, it all went. Jeez. But what's even stupid with that is his controller arrives, arrived last Thursday yeah. And then the flipping console arrives next week. <laughs> yeah, well, so that's because that's when... So it came out... It's, it's out in America already. Yeah. Yep. America has the PlayStation 5. Um, it, so I don't understand why the UK... Uh, the whole of Europe, I think, is behind. Uh, yep. It doesn't make much sense. Con- certainly considering that, you know, uh, Europe is one of PlayStation's biggest market. You know, Japan has declined over recent uh, years. Um, so that, that's why... Uh, I don't know if you know, but... A lot of the management has been taken from uh, PlayStation Japan and has actually moved to PlayStation Europe. Oh, I didn't know that. PlayStation Europe kind of leads it to some mm. extent, um, which is why uh, they, they've decided, I don't know if you ever know this, but um, the default, so obviously we have X as our default accept button. Uh, um, yeah. On PlayStation, so what would be A on Xbox? Right, yes, yeah. But in Japan, it has always been Circle which is what would be B for us on Xbox. And and they came out a few months ago and went, no, internationally we're making X the accept button. That is interesting. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, Screw you I. Japanese people. <laughs> I mean, I guess it simplifies it to some extent, but it feels like such a small thing that they should have just kept it in did anyway. Did a mapping, yeah. yeah I just did a sure. mapping. Yeah. Like in games and stuff, you just change it. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the um, Nintendo games allow you to swap between whether you want Japan settings or um, like international settings. But other than the stupid pre-order stuff, um, yeah, my Xbox arrived. The um, not gonna lie, the whole process of setting it up was surprisingly really well for me. For you. For me, because I got it. <laughs> I was in meetings for so the whole of Monday. My Mondays are just full of meetings. But my manager knew that I was setting up, so I just had it on Tuesday. You mean? Yeah. So Tuesday meetings. And um, I, you just set it up from your phone. Literally just open your phone, do everything from your phone. And then the day before, I copied all my hot, uh, games to my external hard drive, plugged it in and just transferred it over. And then obviously I had to do this update to the Series X version. But pretty much within an hour and a half, everything was ready. But then, Paul, you had an issue. Yeah, I I had a... Yeah, so although Taryn and I's Xboxes arrived with the same courier... Like, literally minutes apart, we both received it. Taron got to set it up as he was doing work. I decided to wait until the evening because I needed to, like, rearrange some of my... I need to rearrange my room. And I wanted to, like, set aside time in the evening, rearrange some stuff, and then just set up properly then. But in this, in the evening, our time was about when people in the US would be starting to receive deliveries and start setting up their Xboxes. And Xbox Live was having all sorts of issues, which meant that... Um, Although I could like plug in my Xbox and like start the process of like booting it up and things, um, I couldn't exactly sign in or use the app to set anything up. So it was a long process of like trying, failing, retrying, failing, retrying until it eventually did just go through and work. Yeah. How long did it take for you to eventually get it up running? About half an hour. Okay. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah, But that's just, just, that's getting it to the point where it boots up and you're logged in. Then you need to obviously like, 
um, update it, update all your games. Because mm. I also did the same thing where all my games are on like an external SSD. So I just unplugged that from my old Xbox, plugged it into the new one, and copied across games I wanted, and then updated them, um, which was easy enough. But I did have an issue with Forza Horizon Four because although it updated and I could run it. Um, it would be like super, super slow in the menus and then just crash and there would be all sorts of bugs. So I had to fix that by uninstalling it and reinstalling it overnight. So I didn't actually play anything properly until the next day. But funny you say that, mine just re-downloaded the whole game for Forza. Interesting. Yeah, mine didn't so, do that. So mine just re-downloaded the whole game. Um, I didn't I didn't play much. I just played, I just re-downloaded COD um, Modern Warfare. I was playing it that night, but... That came up in an update, but otherwise I didn't play anything else really. And I think then um, that week, yeah. But other than that, it's a it's it's silent. I love that. It's super but super games, silent. But games wise, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm like, I I want like I was really excited about Watch Dogs because I love Watch Dogs too. So I got Legion, and then I think I heard from you, Paul, that you had issues with saving. And I think this is a bug that's going around the whole world, even though it's six months delayed game, which you cannot believe they had six flipping months to make it better and they still can't get a stupid thing to work. Yeah, I kept running into these Xbox issues, haven't I? Um, but yeah, this Watch Dogs issue is basically, well, they have one save slot on console and there's no manual save, manual saving at all. And... It literally, the game has to autosave by itself. And apparently there's like some soft saves and some hard saves. And there's an issue sometimes where although it queues up a bunch of soft saves, it doesn't actually apply them. And even then, um, if you're not connected to Ubisoft online services at certain points, then you could just lose all the unsaved stuff. And so, even, yeah, and it's yeah. just stupid. Like even if you're disconnected off the Ubisoft thing and then get disconnected for one second, and you get reconnected, we've lost the save. So it's like, you you can't predict it. You can't even like finish a mission and go back and come back because you never know within the five or 10 minutes, you might have been disconnected for one second and then you've lost all your f- stupid work. It's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. That is, it's, like in my mind, this game was supposed to be out in April. It was it March? March. And they've had six months, seven months more to make it better. And they can't even get the basic foundation of the game to work. Safe system. The, the safe system. The, the, you, you need that in anything. It's like basically building a car without wheels, where the wheels fall off. It's like, <laughs> like, what would you do? Just stupid. Yeah. There's been a bunch of Groundhog Day memes because um, you basically, you do something and then you make some progress and then you turn your Xbox off and you come back and you find that all the progress that you made is gone. So it's like, oh, doing all this stuff again, trying to recruit your new operatives again. It's just, it's an absolute mess. And what annoys me is that no one from Ubisoft has come out publicly to say anything. And apparently this bug was found out in the middle of November, uh, October or end of October. And we're now three weeks into November, two and a half weeks. And it, well, the bug was even found, like I, I saw a post that was even in like the 31st of October. Why haven't they fixed it? Why haven't they fixed it in the first week? Like, what's going on? It's just, it's just silly. But yeah, but um, apparently, I think there's like a huge refund and returns on Microsoft Store. But 
just annoyed. I I just really wanted to play it because it does it does look amazing. I must say that. Yeah, I played about I've played in total. I played about ten hours of it. I think maybe maybe just a shy of that. But I've only got like five hours of progress saved, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, from what I've played, the game does seem quite fun. It seems like it seems to build upon the strengths of two in that you have this open world. It's kind of lively. I kind of don't like the fact that you don't manage to form a connection with any one particular character. There's no like main character. You can literally play as anyone in any mission. Um, but I guess that's that's the kind of style this game wants to go for. But it, it just feels like a whole missed opportunity here because obviously with Cyberpunk being delayed, there's no real other open world games besides Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And if, you're, if you want that kind of city techie kind of open world game that's, then that's the scenario i'm in like i have literally two weeks i'm not doing much and i just want to sit and play watch dogs and there's literally i'm like what do i play now like yes you can play cod but then it's just so stupid they so, i don't yeah but i guess that's why you brought uh, that's why you uh bought assassin's creed valhalla yes and then i heard from tom that that also has some more bugs as well which is stupid Made by the stupid same company. Well, that has um, weird screen tearing issues. So yeah. uh, your solution to that is to buy a new TV, or uh, or be wise and follow Abhishek's recommendations and be buy a, C- a CRT TV. Yeah, you might struggle to uh, plug it into a CRT, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you just need enough adapters. Anything's possible. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just adapters going out the door. Just just go to Apple, and Apple will have adapters. They have adapters for everything, don't they? Yeah, they yeah. charge you 50 quid for it, but so it'll be an expensive way to play the game. Probably but. pay more for the adapters than the console. Yeah. But, yeah. but apparently, also, Valhalla also has save issues from reading Reddit last night. Awesome. And yeah. But, Fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's another game I'm just going to wait on then. I'm just going to replay all the games I haven't yet played from the last gen now because I have, I have like Odyssey, which I haven't played, the Wolfenstein, a couple of games. Still need to finish my replay of the Bioshock trilogy. I'm just annoyed because this is like few weeks before the madness of Christmas kicks in at work and I wanted to play Watch Dogs and now I'm like what the I can't because of just Ubisoft wasting time itching their heads it's just stupid it's just really bad like at least fix the issue oh well you can't help it we'll have we'll just have to wait a few weeks for some patches and obviously like you, you have to say as well that of being launch titles there's obviously a ton of stress on the development teams to get the game out there but the thing is right they could have like stopped doing something else that wasn't that important like putting packs of hats and like vip packs and season passes and just fix the flipping save like they could have launched season pack two months later or like the packs that you get when you buy the ultimate pack later like two months later and just fix the save but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes right Maybe maybe they then, are trying to fix it. Maybe the solution for it requires something that requires a, a, a reworking of a bunch of different components. Then together. don't launch the game. Then then don't launch the game. It's I just mean, like yeah. Ubisoft also has all of the. Not only are they clearly having you know it's a tough time with COVID. Uh, launch of the consoles is obviously tough, um, but on top of all of that, you've then you've also got all of the issues that Ubisoft has in general with the. Uh, you know, sexual assault allegations and things like that. So there's been a lot of turnover in management there, yeah. uh, which is also going to cause, uh, you know, big issues um, with getting the game out the door. And it's actually the reason why um, 
currently I'm not buying Ubisoft games, but yeah, it's just not an excuse. It's not an excuse to like to, to for them to just not have a save function that works. Yeah, it's just stupid. But like, if I could get a refund, I would have got a refund. But I can't. <laughs> On a lighter just... note, um, since we've been playing uh, the new Call of Duty for a bit, we just oh. had a funny conversation with Tyron the other day, who asked. Um, so so obviously, if you, just to, to to catch up the story. Paul got me addicted to COD. Was it three years ago? Three and a half years ago? Two years ago is when Black Ops 4 came out. Black Ops 4. Are you yeah. serious? Wow. Yep. So two years ago, I got dragged into the world of COD, someone who only plays car racing games. Um, and then obviously we've been playing Modern Warfare. I think I rocked up about 100 hours on that game. And then we got um, Cold War. And I was under the impression <clears throat> that for the Series X, you buy the game and you get the cross game bundle and then obviously they're gonna like update like update it later with like a graphics enhancement but apparently no that they just made another crap looking game that was worse than modern warfare and i didn't know this because like paul was so paul's been saying like he's not like yeah it's a fun game but obviously they've like not done great in some areas but then I was like, oh, it's good. Like expecting like an enhancement or like they're going to improve it. Well, no, they've just launched another crap game. Like I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm annoyed. I'm just a bit annoyed with, yeah. Well, it's entirely possible that they'll come out with a, with a graphics patch in the future. But for me, it just seems unlikely because they already have, when you get the cross-gen bundle, there's a version of the game for last-gen consoles. Then there's a version of the game that you have to install for the Series S and Series X consoles. And there's no reason to have that split if they're both the same game and you're going to add the enhancements later. I think you're right, but it's just annoying. But, it, but other than that, I think COD's a great game. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, obviously, they're going to add some stuff next week, aren't they? They're 24th of November. Nuketown's coming next week. Nuketown's coming. And then also... Well, I was just going to say, uh, just you kind of... I, the Treyarch games are always, uh, I guess you could say, less polished, maybe. Mm. Um, they go for an art style which is different to that of the uh, Infinity Ward games. Yep, um, definitely. So you've got to think that this game isn't really a continuation of what they were working with on Modern Warfare. This is a continuation of what they were working with on Black Ops 4. Um, I believe they use... Uh, well, I don't know if they use different engines, but they definitely use different versions of the engine if they do use the same engine. Uh, and I think that's quite apparent in terms of how uh, characters move yep, um, and just how it looks in general and how the guns work and that sort of thing. So um, I think you've got to take that into account. That... that <laughs> You're, the Treyarch games are on a two-year cycle, so you ca- even though Modern Warfare is a really great-looking game, certainly the single-player, um, you can't use that as a marker for how the Treyarch game is going to look. Cause it's- yep. But yeah, but other than that, it is a great game. I'm enjoying it a lot. I think both of, both of us are, Paul, aren't we? Uh, yeah. I I'm mean, enjoying it more, I guess. Tyrant's definitely enjoying it a lot more. I'm still of the opinion that the Modern Warfare multiplayer is more fun, personally. Um, I just prefer the pace of those games and kind of how much customization there is. And obviously that game is a year out now, so there's a lot more maps and mm. uh, content for it. 
there's just not yeah. much content in Black Ops at the moment. No. Have yeah. you? Yeah. I don't know. Have you gone into the settings at all to change uh, sensitivities and that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, apparently it seems like you can change uh, not just like your look sensitivity, but uh, how quickly it reacts to what you're doing with the movement stick. Yeah, your dead, your drift zones, right? Yeah, because yeah. you can like if you. I've seen people say that if you knock that down to like uh, point two or two or point two, I can't remember exactly is how it is, but you it becomes a lot more twitchy. Yeah, I've been I've been fiddling about with those settings as well as the as the normal sensitivity. Um, yeah, I've been just fiddling around with the, the the movement thing. Yeah, I've only done the basic sensitivity. I might try that actually. Yeah. You know, Modern Warfare, the Infinity Ward and the Treyarch CODs are very different mm. games, even mm-hmm. though they're similar. They're very different because of Modern, the Infinity Ward ones and Modern Warfare are Twitch shooters, whereas I don't think the Treyarch games are Twitch shooters per se. Yeah. It is a, it is a great game. And I'm, I'm, for me, I think, I feel, like I think Paul was saying, is that it's a lot, like the time to kill is a bit more in this and also, it, it feels a bit slower paced in some ways, in yeah. some apps. And I kind of like that because it's less stressful for my head. Because Taran's a camper. I'm not a camper. <laughs> I control the area. <clears throat> All right, Abby. Yeah, but in, some, in some ways, but not. But um, like, I, I am enjoying it a lot. Like, I think I've, I've played like 16 hours now in like two days. But yeah. But it's good fun. It's good fun, and I think um, there 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 are st- things that they're patching soon. I think like this week they're patching a weapon. Um, what's it called? They trying to equal the weapons a bit more because there's a few OP weapons. So the MP5 so is OP as expected. MP5. The, <sighs> MP5 the, is o- um, is OP IRL. So yeah, the MP5 <laughs> and the Krieg, the Krieg. And the QM something, what it's called. All those are going to be lowered, but it's a fun game. I'm just excited until um, we get more maps because it does feel like there's not a variety of maps. Mm. If you're there's doing the like... normal multiplayer modes like TDM, <laughs> Domination, etc., there's eight maps you can play with. It doesn't even feel like eight. It doesn't yeah. even feel like eight. Yeah, it because like the. Four. Because there's a voting system in now, right? So people are just going to vote for the same old maps every time. So even though like, there's eight yeah. maps, there's like realistically four or five that are in circulation most of the time. Are they new maps or are they remakes of old maps? As far as I can tell, they're all new maps. Oh, okay, that's good. They're, they're, I, I quite like the maps that we do have for the most part, to be fair. Nice. There's, there's two I hate. but um... Okay, why do you hate them and which ones? Is the one with the airplane, and the one in the warehouse, the one in the airplane, the uh, where you're in the warehouse, and the other warehouse one as well, with the tank in the middle. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get. I get it. I get those ones. My my least favorite one is one called Miami, um, because although it does a good job of showing off like um, the graphics of the game, because it looks really good at night with like the neon lights and everything and the reflections, um, nice. it's just really hard to see enemies and i think that's one of my biggest issues with this game is that it's just a lot more difficult to actually catch out enemies mm, interesting i think with miami it's just quite big as well like it's a very big map 
and there's loads of places where people can hide and that's what catches me out but my favorite map is satellite i love satellite it's growing on me yeah basically well i just know where people are camping because he camps himself well someone who controls the area knows where they're controlling it Oh man, I wish I wish I was on the opposite team to Taro in more games because I feel like we could just absolutely rinse him. <laughs> I, I'm getting better uh, KDs though. Like I'm getting positive with most of them. Well, that's a start. Yeah. No, you you are improving. It's good. It's a good game. It's good fun. But you seem to be upset that there's no gun game, right? Yeah, but then I did find out that gun games generally in modern warfare, isn't it? It's not in. It started off in the original Black Ops, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it started off in Black Ops. <laughs> that, Sticks and Stones, and One in the Chamber were, because I remember playing a hell of a lot of it on the, uh, like, Berlin Wall level. Yep. So hopefully that comes back, but yeah, I guess I guess soon. But I'm, I, yeah, we'll see. I, I need to start a single player, but I don't know when. I'm just making use of um, double XP, so. Yeah. Double XP ends tonight, so I think what what Taryn and I are going to do is Tomorrow record this morning. and then just go on COD immediately. Yeah, makes sense. I slept at five yesterday playing COD, and then woke <laughs> up at woke up at nine, had a meeting until ten, played COD from ten to about eleven thirty for my another meeting, and then jumped on COD, maybe during the meeting. But yeah, no one knows that. I mean, you've just broadcast it to the world now. That's fine. No one knows where I work. I mean, we can. I can send this to your manager. Yeah, I don't mind. You will listen. He has better things to watch. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And then he had played from like 12.15 to like literally as we started this podcast. Yeah. Tar- Taron's a really bad influence sometimes. He was messaging me while I was doing work. Do you want to jump on COD if you're not doing any work? Winky face. And I'm like, bro, I'm working. I am working. I'm keeping you're, my you're mind You're patrolling active. the area. Of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure everyone behaves well. I've got another week off, which I'm uh, absolutely loving. Oh, when when are you off? Uh, just this week. The, the rest of this week I'm off. Oh, uh, I'm off on so... Thursday and Friday. Nice. COD! I don't have the new COD and I'm not getting the yeah. new COD, so... Why? Play the old one. I don't mind. I don't mind. Have you, played, have you guys played Warzone at all? Yep. I've been playing... For the past few weeks, actually, I've been playing quite a bit of Warzone oh, nice. because um, uh, I'm playing with my old manager from my old job and a few of his mates. Yeah, I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, yeah, I enjoy Warzone. I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy it. I like Plunder. Plunder was good. That was quite fun. But um, I I like the ten the like the tension in Battle Royale. Yeah, that was good. Adds a lot. That was good. It's just fun. It's just different, isn't it? Mm. Which is why one of my favourite game modes and has been since COD 4 is Search and Destroy yeah. because it adds that tension that you don't get in you know, regular TDM or Catch, oh, the, yeah. uh, Catch the Flag or Dom or anything like that. Definitely. It's, su- it's such a classic game mode as well. It's just, just brilliant. Oh, yeah. For me, I need to be in the right mood for that. Like, I think you were playing um, a few modes yesterday, weren't you, Paul? But sometimes I just want to stick with TDM. So I'm like, it depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, no, that's entirely fair enough. I just, I find that in, in TDM, especially in, in the new card, it's, you're getting a lot more campers at this at this phase of the game anyway. Um, so I guess I'm trying to just wanted to play something different where there's actually an objective. 
you know, force people to not camp as much. For the most part. There's obviously still some, but fewer. <laughs> yeah, and Social Joy is a bit of camping, but, but it's uh, targeted camping rather than... Tactical camping. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Taryn, you'd, you'd actually love Search and Destroy. Actually, no, you wouldn't because you'd die all the time. Yeah, yeah. I did play it with um, a mate of uh, Brevin yesterday. The problem there is that you don't come back, right? Yeah, so there's no respawning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the issue. What about um, headquarters? I don't How do you feel about headquarters? Is there even headquarters in this game? Uh, there might not be in this one. There was in Modern Warfare. Yeah, there was in Modern Warfare. I feel like... I think that's an Infinity Ward thing. Yeah, I I don't I think I've only played it on like Shipment or Rust. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> Two terrible levels for uh, headquarters. Yeah. Headquarters. No, it's because when you have the Shipment twenty four seven or or the Rust playlist, you always have to you always have to have yeah, a mixed yeah. game mode. So Cave, uh, was it, was it called Cave? Azir Cave. Was it just called Cave. Azir. Yeah, that was um that was a good one for headquarters. My favorite map in the world. Quite a few buildings on that. Um, and a couple of the Russian ones were quite good because of the buildings as well. Yep. I might I might go back to the uh, Modern Warfare for a bit one day. It's better multiplayer. I, lo- so. I, I love that, that those maps. Like I think literally any map I loved in that game. They've added um, some stuff from the Treyarch games into Warzone now. Warzone and the your uh, there's something to do with there's some weird thing going on with Warzone where your levels in uh, Cold War also link into Warzone I, somehow. I don't think yet. I think it's first of December. Right. Yeah, when, when the new season they're, starts. Uh, yeah, so right, when yeah, the new season sense. starts, they're merging to, merging it together, so they're gonna like match both. Yeah. But they're already they've already started adding like um, RCXD and um, other like drone related oh, wow. stuff to uh, to it. That's awesome. I do like Modern Warfare. What but what makes me more excited is next year. That I loved Modern Warfare so much last year, this year, whatever you you know what I mean, the the new one's gonna be great. But yeah. I just can't believe someone who just never played their shooting games. Actually yeah, my most played game this year is COD. You sound like me ten years ago when I first got into Modern Warfare two and then Black Ops and then Modern Warfare Three. It's just crazy. I played hundred uh, hours of that game. Modern Warfare two, uh I don't know, do you know um game battles? Uh no. Uh, it's like a they did EU ladders for clan, like clan ladders okay um, and I in Modern Warfare 2 my clan was top 50 uh, in the EU oh damn yeah um, I mean I would say we cheated a little bit uh, did you camp? no well yeah, tactical camping because <laughs> we did it's, let's just say it's controlling the area well no the so we, we taught, used to play the person uh, taught me Play card said it was controlling the area, so I listened to the person who taught me. Uh, we used to play Search and Destroy. That was our the only oh. game mode we played. Um, uh, we, it's obviously some people just play Team Deathmatch, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then we, we played hardcore third-person Search and Destroy, <laughs> which was so obscure. Um, and most people didn't realise when they accepted like challenges from us that it was hardcore third-person Search. Yep. So we always had an advantage. I Fair used to enough. come up clutch quite a lot in that game. Like, Search was my jam in Modern Warfare 2, and I was clutch all the time. Haven't been able to replicate it in any game since, but... You don't need to. You don't need to no. prove yourself. You got, you did it in Modern Warfare 2. 
OG, mate. You weren't there. Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, 2010, and not Modern Warfare 2, 2021. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't even know what Modern Warfare was then. I wasn't introduced to that world oh, yet. Man, COD 4 and Modern Warfare 2, the campaigns of those games were so on point. The only time I remember Modern Warfare 2 was at Abhishek's house and it was Rust. Oh my days, oh, yeah. I just realised something. Wow. Rust was the first map I won gun game. It's and all come full circle map. now. It's all come full wow. circle. That was the first map I ever played as well. A story 10 years in the making. I know. And Newtown. That's crazy. But yeah. I, I shouldn't be that disappointed about all these issues, but it is a launch console. And uh, this is my first ever launch console, to be fair. Congratulations. Yeah. First of cherry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> technically, my... My One X was a few days old because you bought it, didn't you, Josh? I did, yeah. That was a roundabout yeah. way to get to you, but yeah. yeah. But you bought it for someone else who then yeah. didn't want it after they said they wanted it and then sold it to me. Yeah. It works. It works. Was that the Scorpio edition? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did actually pre-order it as well, so I had to cancel my Amazon pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was yeah. issues with that console as well, right? So... Um, the reason the Scorpio edition gets so loud is because of um, thermal paste issues. Mm-hmm. Um, terribly, terribly applied. Um, and if you uh, have the means and the capability to do it, uh, cracking it open and reapplying that thermal paste solves a lot of those uh, noisy problems. I didn't know that, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I did it to mine and it's a lot quieter than it ever has been absolutely humming um and it doesn't like i used to have issues where it would just die from overheating like yep. it would just um you know s- safety turn itself off um i haven't had an issue like that since i kept on having those issues i have a scorpio one as well i kept on having those issues in modern warfare 2019 yes. yeah um i had it in uh, Watch Dogs as well too. oh really damn mm, yeah Watch Dogs 2 and i don't know another game i forgot oh yeah it's a good console um, are any of you going to be getting a PS5? Nah. I, I, I don't have anywhere to put that goddamn thing. Yeah, that's the main oh. thing for me as well. I, I have no space. <laughs> I have no space, but I don't know. Like, I think I spoke about this in the podcast before, is that I played Last of Us, and I really want to play Last of Us 2. And I think... If you really want to, I why don't you just wait for the PS5 Slim or the PS5 Pro and then get that? But Paul, there's a thing though, is that you don't know me that well, and I think you should. That Taron can't wait for stuff. Yeah, Taron likes wasting money, so. Yeah, no, it's not wasting money, it's just being sensible. Did you see the uh, designer of the PlayStation uh, wanted to make it even bigger than it is now? <laughs> I know, yeah. I saw that. I was like, I want to see those mock ups. <laughs> it's, that'd be amazing. Oh, it's crazy. It would, it would literally be a subwoofer. It, I don't understand where he expects people to put it. In Japan as well, they've got such tiny houses. Where are you meant to put it? <laughs> oh, people will be like breaking wall, uh, holes in their walls to put the <laughs> But yeah, it's good. No, you, you'd literally have to buy a house and that would be your PS5. <laughs> Just take the side panels off and uh, use it as a tent. Apparently, like, I've seen a lot of... Like reports of people breaking their HDMI ports on their PS5s. Really? Because because it's so like top heavy. 
like you kind of like because it's so big like yeah. a small knock would just make it fall so right. people are breaking you because the the it's just because it's like so tall isn't it so at least with the xbox it has like it's a, it's a, like literally it's a square at the bottom isn't it so it's quite like there's no way of it just tipping over but yeah i mean it's i, more I wouldn't put the one x on its side yeah neither um, would i I mean, I, I, I'm not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're honest. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean, but I, I have it the normal way. But yeah, um, but there's no I, way I, of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a console standing upright. Yeah. Um, three sixty. I never had a. I, did that. I never had a Wii. Um, I I laid the three sixty down on its side, and then because there was a, there was a issue with on the three sixty with uh, disc problems. Yeah. If you oh, had really? it standing upright, yeah, sometimes it also, the disc could fall out. It was out also a risk of uh, red ring as well, because I had the issue where if I had it upright, I would get a red ring, but if I had it flat, I wouldn't have a red ring. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Was this on the on your original Elite, or was this on your like slim versions as well? I don't. I don't remember. Fair enough. It was a black one. Well, that doesn't narrow it down. Because I know that your it? Elite was black and then the slim ones are also black. Like yeah. a shiny black. No, I had the white slim one. Oh, because you had the Star Wars bundle, didn't you? No, I was had it the, the I I had the United Kingdom version. Oh the, the football one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was some red on it. Yeah. Or some some other colours on the it. The union the union jack. <laughs> Brexit means Brexit. Yeah. Since day yeah, one, but, um, yeah. breakfast means breakfast. Breakfast. I want, bro. I want McDonald's breakfast now. But yeah. But anyway, speaking about McDonald's, anyone see the new McDonald's Christmas meal? The meals that they're launching, the burgers. Meals. Uh, Looks pretty. No. Meals is, is a strong word for McDonald's. Oh, it look. It looks sick. Like. Yeah. I, um, I I I agree with Paul. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good McDonald's, but oh I, yeah, I wouldn't classify them as a. Uh, "Quote unquote meals." Well, for me, it is so. <laughs> it's it's when people would think like say that McDonald's burgers are great, and it's like they're fine. They're decidedly average. Yeah. Oh, it just looks so good though. Yeah, but if you that's want a fast food burger, you don't go McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. Well, there's a Jamaican jerk chicken sandwich, man. Who can say oh, no to that? Very traditionally Christmassy. <laughs> yeah. You've got a double Big Mac, and then you've got, oh, you've got some six. You've got the celebrations McFlurry. The the double Big Mac I can get behind. I think that's that should be a oh. mainstay of the uh, yeah. McDonald's. That's the menu. first time they're doing it here because it's like, I don't think they've ever done it in the United Kingdom. They've always done it in America. They've never well, done they it. Know their market. Mm. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm excited with them that, and then also I think. KFC have their Christmas menu as well. The uh, the best thing on the McDonald's menu is the chicken. Yeah, and the nuggets. <laughs> what are, what are nuggets, Tyrone? Right, chicken. <laughs> they're like the bad stuff of the chicken. They're not that. What bad, are you on things. about? EU standards, isn't it? Yeah, I know. But I just I just have to say that because everyone tells me off for eating McDonald's too much. That's fair. They should tell you off for eating it too much. Why? I'm skinny. I need to put my weight on. Anyway. They're going off topic, but yeah. That was very but, um, off topic. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's going to be good. Um, I wanted to 
say one thing. Has um, anyone got um, any new tech other than the Xbox this, this past few months? Uh, I got new headphones for my Xbox. I bought the the Steel Series Arctis Nine X. Um, they were kind of expensive, but it, they did the job that I needed of being able to connect to the Xbox and also being able to connect to my phone, so I could yeah. have like Xbox uh, game audio through like the wireless Xbox protocol. Yeah. But also Bluetooth to my phone for things like Discord, um, which is great. Yeah, I love that. What ones do you have? I have uh, the. Uh, Turtle Beach Stealth 700, Air Force Stealth 700, uh, which are wireless. Can I get my hands on that? Uh, they have. Can't get it. Uh, so there's a new set. That, well, because these this ones that I've got now have been discontinued for a yeah. new, the new set that's come out or is coming out. Um, this one is micro USB. The new one is USB C. Um, and the really cool thing with these is that, so it's got Xbox Wireless Protocol. It's got the Bluetooth. Um, but a lot of uh, wireless headsets I found for the Xbox is that you still have to use the software um, audio controls, whereas yeah. this has um, onboard um, dials for uh, getting game and head and microphone chat, uh, like voice chat. Nice. So you can control that from your headset rather than um, the software. In the menus. Software. Yeah. And I always find that the software menus are a bit rubbish because it's. Uh, you can turn up a voice chat, but that's also turning down game chat. Yep. I don't know if that's changed recently, but whereas this, I can change, I can turn them up independently of each other, which is really cool. Yeah, I might, um, get, my, I might get my hands on that because I did try the Steel series, but my head's too um, small. I just didn't find it comfortable. Well, your head is just, your head is a very weird shape. How are you finding that headset? You've, is it good? Uh, yeah, the quality has been pretty decent. I, uh, I've i set up uh, the Dolby Atmos on it as well. Nice. So the audio was pretty good. I, I listened to a couple of, uh, I was watching a couple of Blu-rays just to test that out as well. Pretty, pretty decent. Um, yeah, the, the thing you mentioned with the party chat game audio thing, that is on my one as well, except it's uh, it's not like the individual one where it, it's, it's the dial where it switches between full game or full party chat. Right, um, yeah. So you have one dial for that and the other for the like overall volume. Um, it's it would it would be nicer if it was how it was on the Turtle Beach, but I mean I'm not going to change it too much, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean the Xbox really it's really cool now with the Xbox is you can turn up individual members of a party separately from each other, like you can in Discord. Um, that's a really great addition to the uh, OS for me. Yeah, it does look good. I don't know. I need to. I need to look at that because at the moment I'm using Google Pixel Buds for Discord and then playing game audio on the speakers. But obviously I'm going to be playing more games now. I need to look at a, a sensible um, solution. Yeah, I mean, the Turtle Beaches aren't cheap either. I can't remember how much they are exactly. I think I paid 100 and something pounds for them. Um, like 120, 130 range, I think. Yeah. Um. And they're pretty good. Yeah, it's been an interesting month because you've, yeah, we've had so many tech stuff. Like, was it the like last time we had our podcast was when the Pixel was coming out? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, so. Sometime, yeah. I, uh, I've also got a new keyboard. Oh, another one. And another one. 
DJ Khaled. Um, this what is, is it? this is the Logitech uh, G915 TKL Lightspeed Wireless Brackets Tactile. That's on Hot UK Deals right now. Oh, is it? Interesting. I'm um, be interested. In how what, how what much is it? Uh, I don't know. Send, I have send. to check it. Send um, it to me. Um, so yeah, so it's it's fully wireless. It's got Bluetooth as well. Um, I'm using it with the uh, light speed adapter, so it's wow, some sort of nice. radio uh, frequency. Nice. Um, it's it's a plastic bottom, metal top. Uh, it's got audio buttons like play, pause, uh, fast yeah. forward, rewind, and mute. Um, a dial for um, volume. Uh, fully addressable RGB. Uh, it's got these uh, low-profile mechanical switches. Uh, oh. It's the first time using proper low-pro like mechanical switches that are low-profile. Yeah, um, and they're pretty good. Um, I would say that I prefer full-size mechanical switches. Mm. Yep. Um, but as a compromise for going fully wireless, I think it's uh, they're pretty good. I've used some, you know. Uh, a company called Echo that make a wireless uh, keyboard that is, has four mechanical switches. Um, they were tactical as well. They were using Cherry MX Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And the the battery life on it was kind of awful, really. Um, whereas the battery life on this is astounding. How, how, how long would you say? Uh, I maybe charge it every three weeks. Wow, that's really good. Um, yeah. I mean, I, so I have it in the lowest um, light setting mm-hmm. for the RGB. Yep. Um, and it does a really good job of automatically turning off after, without any use. That's brilliant. Mm. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, I, I've got three weeks out of it. Um, it's been great. Rating out of 10? Uh, it is expensive. It's the most expensive yeah. keyboard I've bought, and I've bought some expensive keyboards. Um, yeah. So that probably knocks it down. Um, it's probably a seven. Yeah. Um, I think if it was cheaper, then I would probably give it an eight or a nine. It does look great, though. Like I would say like the dial and the dedicated buttons are a huge bonus because I got the Keytron. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's great, but like those things that like the dedicated meter keys and volume and stuff is stuff that I would... I generally rely on, and yeah, Isn't yeah. It like yes, yes, it's there on, on the Qtron with like the FN keys and stuff, but it's not the same. No, you know what I mean, yeah. Like, I so I went from a Corsair uh, K ninety five with uh, Cherry MX Reds, um, but it was full size, so it had the uh, keypad on it, the number pad, but yeah. it also had. 16 macro keys to the left hand side as well so it was a, it was a big old beast and it wasn't wireless uh, and i wanted to go wireless i wanted to go smaller so i got this the echo 3086 which is a 85 percent i think no mm-hmm. I, I must be smaller than that 85 percent is 10 kilos so 65 percent i think because it was it still had arrow keys and some of the like home delete keys on it right yeah. yep um but it didn't have the audio buttons on it so and that yep. was a an issue for me which is uh yeah why i ended up with this 
and this has been a this has been a lockdown process of like reviewing different keyboards basically <laughs> you should uh put up a blog post summarizing your findings of the different keyboards that you tried out yeah i think i think uh that's definitely a one one for the cards i think um that i've got one that i'm kind of in the process of doing about uh doing ssds and the xbox one x um and then i've got i've got a couple of other projects lined up as well which i need to do and blog about i have a blog so i really should do it do you want to do you want to plug your blog uh sure uh my blog is uh joshua lawrence.info and for the most part it's just show notes for the other podcast that i do the park rush podcast which is a theme park podcast but yeah i have plans to add in some some tech stuff in there as well um and i'm trying i'm waiting uh my brother was going to come down to drill some holes or he was coming down to visit us um but he's going to drill some holes so i could put uh my server stuff in the garage and so i could actually you know i was going to get a rack and some actual half decent server gear um and like a new router and that sort of thing yeah but that project's been put on hold as well which is frustrating but so I've got lots of tech plans lined up, lots of projects lined up. I just haven't got around to doing any of them yet. We look forward to seeing you write them up when you do get round to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheers. It's just a lockdown, I guess, isn't it? It's not so annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's a problem. You know, it's it's you can't have people in the house doing things that you need doing, right? Yeah. Um, we had a, in that weird period between the first lockdown and the second lockdown, we've managed to get the roof done and get new windows put in um on the house but other than that it's been tough to get anything else done it's weird how yeah even simple things you can't get done other than that anything else to take oh yeah apple's events that was interesting yeah the, the iphone the, well i was yeah. mainly thinking about the one last week the apple silicon m1 m1 yeah. m1 looks good absolute uh, beast he does I, i'm excited for the second generation i think first gen is just going to be testing it of waters isn't it and then the first the second gen is going to be good uh, I, i'm really interested to see how it will compare to a current gen 15 16 inch with a graphics card like the dedicated gpu so like like an amd uh, 5700 or something the mobile one and then how it would compare with that but we'll see how that goes but it's been good though impressed with the the battery life and the power um i think it'll be interesting to see i think there is a potential for it to compete cpu wise yeah um i think graphically it, it will struggle just based on you know raw power uh i think if it was going to compete with um you know discrete gpus then uh they would have made a bit of a song and dance about that as well like they did with comparing it against the intel products that they sell um so we'll have to wait and see on, on that one. Um, but I'm sure it's a really good way of making lots more profit off those products um, now that they don't have to pay Intel for uh, CPUs. Yeah, well, one thing I want to mention is the iPhones. Like, I don't know, the well, for me, I do like video and photography stuff, but oh my days, the 10-bit recording on the iPhones is insane. The, Dol the Dol Dolby Vision thing is incredible. Like the HDI captures the new iPhones, it's amazing. Is there anything you wanted to add to that? Because I, I I don't have the new iPhone, so I can't really talk about it. No, I'm just like just the 
to think like a few years ago, we would to now be able to capture 4K and it looks better than it looks on par to like cameras that you can buy for like grants. It's quite imp- incredible to see the process of how it's gone. But um, that's quite good. I do like it. There's not much else. To, oh yeah, they, they launched the HomePod Mini. But you're going to get that, Josh. Uh, there was potential to get it, but it's too expensive for me to get it. Um, How much is it? 100 quid. Uh, that is expensive. Um, mm. Like, so we have some HomeKit products in the house. Uh, yes, I got the um, the Google Nest Mini. And those, um, I got them for like £120 for two, I think. That's pretty good price. And they are incredible. They are really good. Like the, yeah, so yeah, the the home, the Nest Minis, whatever they're called. Are they Nest Minis? I don't know what they are. They look like tablets, but they the quality is really good. And I have them synced up. It's like stereo. So they're really cool to use. But, um. Um, yeah, really nice. enjoying them. Yeah, I mean, so I have, so I have uh, some Philips Hue products in the house, uh, mm. specifically in here. Um, my main uh, light uses a uh, product from a company called Lightwave RF, which makes it a smart light without changing the unit or the bulbs. So you uh-huh. you change the switch, and that become basically the switch becomes a smart switch. Yeah. Um, we have. Uh, Hive products from British Gas. Uh, we have um, a company called Miros makes uh, Wi-Fi uh, switches, um, and I also have. Well, so I, I have um, these things called Switchbox, which uh, you basically can put them on switches, uh, and you can use uh, Siri shortcuts to interact with them. Oh, um, nice. So I have one on my PC, so I can turn my PC on from downstairs and that sort of thing. Um, and you can, and all of that is HomeKit stuff. So obviously, I had to set up a a home, an Apple Home, <laughs> um, but we don't have a Home Pod in the house. So I've used my iPad Pro for that, uh, and it works pretty well. But obviously, my iPad Pro is not always in the house, <laughs> um, which can cause issues, uh, as far as I'm aware. So I was thinking of get, just getting a HomePod Mini, sticking it in the um hallway uh, just so it can be the home um hub i guess why don't you get an apple tv um because it's expensive and irrelevant in my situation oh yeah um you know i i have i have an xbox one x in my room um which does everything that i need in here i have an uh video shield tv in the uh kitchen uh no in the front room sorry uh, so an Apple TV is just kind of uh, unnecessary. Yeah, I guess it's pointless, isn't it, when you don't really need it. Yeah, and we we don't use yeah. iTunes in the house. Um, we don't use uh, Apple. What they, is Apple TV? The TV the uh, subscription service. I can't remember. Apple TV yeah. Plus. Um, Apple TV Plus. Yes. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I want one is because of that. But Apple TV Plus is coming to Android stuff right and it's coming to xbox soon which is good and xbox so it kind of makes the apple tv and a kind of pointless purchase um, yeah i think unless yeah. there's it's already on like there, fire but... sticks as well right or, and the fire cube yeah, yeah. yeah. the fire cube yes the fire cube yeah. fire cube yeah the fire cube is the weird one that also has alexa built in yeah oh yeah 
Yeah, you're right. The TV cube. The Amazon cube. <laughs> yeah, yes. the, only, yeah. the only thing I would like it for is um, Apple Music. Because I have been listening to a lot more of Apple Music recently. But yeah, that's just my jam when I'm bored. Well, I don't pay for Apple Music. It comes through with my phone contract, so I might as well use it in it. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. But um, I did get something interesting, audio-wise. Is I think you recommended this to me. The Cambridge Audio um, amp thing. Amp- yeah. Amplifier. So I got that. And my days, it is amazing. So it basically is a streamer. So I can have Chromecast and AirPlay. It also has connected to my TV. So I have all my TV inputs. And it goes out straight to my um, Yamaha speakers. So quality wise, it's insane. And it, it works amazing with Chromecast and AirPlay, which is great. And um, and it has a nice screen in at the front, so it oh, shows awesome. me what I'm lis- what listening to. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, one thing which annoys me is that, say, for example, I'm on my uh, optical TV watching TV, and if I wanted to Chromecast at the same time, I can't do that. So, right, like, have, yeah. if I'm playing Xbox, like, one music, like, softly. It doesn't do that. mix the two together. No, it's either one or the other. But, yeah. then, but then, but then again, I have my Nest Minis next to me, Nest Audios, so I can use that for music. So that's the, all um, good. Series X doesn't have an optical out, right? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. I just go straight out from the TV. Right. Go straight into the the or the amp. It's great though. It is expensive, but my my old way of doing it was using a mixer, then going into a DAC converter, and then into another converter. That just broke. This streamlines your setup a lot and also probably keeps the quality. So like money well spent, right? Yeah, and it also it's just like simple things where you like you don't get the hissing sound, static sounds, or like when your phone's next to it, you don't get the the the, the feedback or whatever. Because obviously it's just more grounded, isn't it? Because it's properly going through a it's properly going out how it should go, not like some hacked version. There's isolation between uh, the audio equipment and the power supply, yeah, um, which you expect from a, a decent quality audio equipment product. And the the reason why I did it was because I blew myself. Yeah, like my old mixer blew. Had my old mixer like stopped working, and I think the mixer got blue, and then it gave like a really bad input to the sub, and blew the sub. So 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 you blew your sub. Yeah, isn't that a reversal of roles? What? Doesn't the sub usually blow you? Oh dear! On that bombshell. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. On that bombshell. Any other quick tidbits of business? I got one. Uh, Lord of the Rings 4K box set. Only two more weeks until it arrives. So I'm oh, super hyped baby. about that. Um, I should get uh, Parasite next week as well. Which I'm I was oh, just nice. about yeah. to say that. I think mine's so, also coming then. Have you got the 4K um, black and white version? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think. Well, I think it's the original is 4K and then the black and white is just Blu-ray, so it's just 1080p. But I could be wrong on that. If you wanted to watch it, you can borrow it. Unless you bought one yourself. I might borrow it and then buy it afterwards. I'm skinned at the moment. I've just spent so much on games. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah. on, the, on the film front, I watched uh, Palm Springs today, which is a sort of Adam Sandberg, Groundhog Day sort of film, uh, but set in the modern era. It's really good fun. I uh, would recommend if you can find it. You should send me that. I want something just to chill and watch. I haven't watched anything really. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a 
it's kind of a comedy, kind of a rom-com in a way, but it's Andy mm-hmm. Sandberg, so right? So. Oh right, yeah. Oh, that one. Who who's yeah. who's he who's he co-starring with on that? Someone also quite well known, isn't it? Yes. Um, Forgot her name. Yeah, she's in How I Met Your Mother, right? Something Linda Cardellini or something? Is it? No, that's the wrong name. No, Linda Cardellini is the one who plays Hawkeye's wife. Oh right, yeah. That's um Velma, right? Vel- oh yeah, I never clocked that. Who? I never clocked that until now. What? I just heard Elmer. Velma. (laughs) Like from the Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. Uh, Because there's a, I can't remember, one of the um, Conjuring spin-off films. Um, Was it? Uh, The Curse of La Llorona, I think she is in. Right. Uh, And she comes into the house, and as she comes into the house, her kid is watching (laughs) Scooby-Doo. And I was like, ah, I get that. Kristen Milioti. Yes. Um, That's the one. Who is the original wife from Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, is she, I'm sure, yeah, um, is she not the mum in How I Met Your Mother? She is the mum in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. It's good fun. I enjoyed it. Nice. I'm excited that all my American TV shows are back now. Oh, yes. His trash TV. Boy. Do you watch 911? Yeah, boy. And then they've got a new spin off. Like, that's great. Oh, today's Monday. Oh, yes. 911 is the most garbage thing I've ever seen. Oh, it is garbage, but it's just good. Then you want to just chill in the evening. It is like, garbage, but it is good. Yeah. Like it's just, it's like it's not something you would watch for like being serious. It's something that like like people like why I watch South Park and Family Guy. It uh it seems like the Hoover Dam collapses in the new series from what I've seen from the advert. Which one though? Lone Star or the nine one one? Nine one one. Oh, that was last season. Was that last uh, season? Oh. Yeah, we're, we're really behind here. I just watch it from CBS. It's, uh, it's confusing, um, but... I think that was actually a tsunami. In a police show? Yeah. 911 is not a police show. Oh. It's basically like police, firefighters and... Oh, okay. Yeah, 911, what's your emergency? It's got the woman from Ghost. Yeah. I can't remember when it, uh, she's kind of, the, the woman in it is kind of famous as well. Um they're all kind of like semi-famous faces from American TV shows. Right, okay. She's but, a, yeah, she's a na- narrative as well for the TV show. Right. But um, my favourite one is SWAT. And I have to talk about this. It's quite interesting. So do you guys remember Criminal Minds? Never watched it, but you've I know never stopped talking Minds. about it. Yeah. So Criminal Minds, a the guy there, he, he left. And he basically, I think, created his own show on Sky. Well, CBS. And it's called SWAT, basically. It depends on the SWAT team. And um, obviously with COVID and everything, it's, uh, so they started the new season last week. And all my days, I, I'm I'm actually really impressed how they've taken the whole COVID like, situation like into the story. Like the whole masks and like, they've like actually, and then they, they also talked about like, the whole George Floyd thing and George Floyd thing was part of the storyline and everything. It's quite funny. But like it was quite funny. Like one of the episodes, it started off with them doing a chase of someone stealing something, and the things that they stole was toilet rolls and masks. <laughs> stupid. Like I said, it's just stupid shows. But that's a uh, that's one of the interesting things. Like Coronation Street and EastEnders, um, yeah. I've always considered them to be set in real life. Um, but it doesn't seem like they've acknowledged COVID at all. Yeah. So. Uh, that obviously means that they're in a parallel universe where COVID doesn't exist. Ah, uh, Bottas is probably really happy. The guy didn't eat the bat. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like a kind of like Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, but this time it's like EastEnders Enter the Soapiverse. <laughs> it's just like yeah, but I'm I'm. Uh, it's just nice to see them like taking on what's happening in real life and making it changing the storyline of the whole show to fit into what's going on now, and also using it as a platform to spread good things. Yeah, it's nice. Like obviously, the the whole episode was dedicated about the Black Lives Matter, but it's great. It's great, great to see stuff like that. Nice. But yeah. Other than that, yeah, I'm excited for um the vaccine soon. Yeah. The did you read the new article that came out uh about the Moderna results, early results from them, ninety five percent effective. Ninety five. Yeah. Compared to I, uh, the other one, which was ninety percent, wasn't it? Yes. The Pfizer one's ninety percent. This one's ninety five percent. Uh, or ninety four point seven, I think, is the official yeah. term. Uh, we bought 5 million of this Moderna one. We bought 10 million of the Pfizer one. Uh, so that covers about 7.5 million people. Because mm-hmm. it's two... Two doses uh, per two person. Per, two doses. The thing is with the Moderna one is that it only will come here earliest in April. from Because we, UK, haven't signed a deal yet with them. And that's what they're working on now. And we won't get a deal until uh, spring. No, it, well... The government are saying that we've bought 5 million of the Moderna one. Already? That's yeah. what they've said? Yeah. So now I was reading BBC and they were saying, oh, we haven't got a deal with them yet. Well, in, yeah. in the speech today, um, Hancock and JVT uh, said that we've got 5 million because uh, they were getting questioned about it. You know, people were like, well, why? You know, the uh, journalists were going, well, why have you only bought 5 million? Why have you only bought 10 million uh, of these Moderna and the Pfizer um, and I was kind of like going, well, that seems like a stupid question because why would you buy more than that when you don't actually know whether it's going to work or not? Like exactly. they're still in testing. Just because mm. they're getting you know, 95% rating right now, there could something bad could still happen, right? Yeah. Um, but then it turns out that the Oxford one that we don't really know anything about, we've already bought 50 million of. Yep. Because it's no, British. 100 million of, sorry. Yeah. It's British, innit? You got to support British, Britain. Britain. British vaccines for British people for British viruses. So we, we have enough doses for like 57.5 million people like purchased. I, I don't know the number of people in this country. Like 60, 70 million? 68 million, I think. Right, yeah. So we're about 10 million short, but by the time the vaccine comes out, they'll probably all died off. So Yeah, and I'm guessing you don't really need to vaccinate every single person to achieve the uh, effective immunity. Well, yeah, some people won't able to have the vaccine anyway because of medical issues yep um and so you just kind of go from and there also, a lot of people religious reasons wouldn't get vaccines anyway like, yeah religious there's a people, huge the huge percentage of religious people don't want vaccines um idiots they also won't want vac- vaccinated yeah um, um hip um, I, I can't say much but yeah and like some old people i guess uh yeah yeah the funny so one of our mutual friends paul had some interesting thoughts about vaccines. Yeah. Come on, sheeple, wake up. Have you ever wondered if your doctor knows enough to put a vaccine about vaccines before they put it in you? Do you know what chemicals are in there? Did you know that salt is two poisons? It's just funny. I, in my mind, I'm just like, I want to go out and watch a film. I want James Bond to be out. Just give me a vaccine. I want James Bond. I want to go to music festivals again. I want to go on holiday. I want to go and watch a film with my friends. That's what I want to do. I want Fast Nine to come out. You know, you know, Vietnam nah. had a had a music festival just this weekend. 
because they haven't really? had cases in like 200 days. And so um, they had like a proper packed music festival because they can do that there. Yeah. And uh, I'm just New like Zealand, so they've jealous. They've had full stadiums for the rugby. Yes, yes, they have. It's I'm just so jealous. Wait, wait what? What would you say? Uh, so obviously Paul said about Vietnam having yeah. these music festivals and in New Zealand they're having like full stadiums for the rugby. Yeah, Australia's doing well as well because my cousins are there and it's getting really, like, it's dying down slowly. They still have, like, social distancing a bit, but not a lot. There's one state in Australia that's not doing as well, but the rest yeah. of them are doing well. Yeah. But I think it's Victoria that's doing badly. That's oh, right. that's interesting. So that's where my cousins are. Um, <laughs> so they're just not following the rules then? I don't know. Uh, I have no, nothing against I have the power to destroy Turin's life after he just said that. <laughs> I will, it's, my, it's my choice now whether to bleep it or not or to even include it. Bleep it. But I imagine if, if it's bleep, then people will be curious what it is. What is this career-ending bleep? Powerful. So yeah, lots to look forward to in the coming months and hopefully next year is a lot better than this year. Uh, thanks, Josh, for joining us today, though, uh, to talk yeah. about F1, new Xbox, other things. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Thank you, Josh. And yeah, I think we'll probably see you in the new year, I guess. Yeah, it'd be great. Look forward to it. Awesome. Well, uh, remember joshualawrence.info to catch up on all of Josh's uh, blog posts and things that he gets up to in the future. This has been quite interesting, to be fair, with your host, Paul <laughs> and Taryn. See you guys next time. Bye. Da <laughs> <laughs>